Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos got back in the win column on Sunday. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payne and several players as they take a look back at Sunday's win in Los Angeles. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Dolala joins the show for a game recap. All that and more coming up. The Denver Broncos got back on track on Sunday in Los Angeles with a 24-7 win over the Chargers. And we heard today from inside linebacker Alex Singleton and running back Javante Williams on what this bounce-back win means. You know, you got to win division games if, you know, everyone wants to talk about the playoffs and all that stuff. But, you know, to get there, you have to win division games. And, you know, this is, you know, obviously the one on our schedule, you know, for this last week. And, you know, to go down there, take care of business, you know, play the game, you know, especially defensively that, you know, we knew we could, you know, go down there and play. Uh, it's huge. It's huge for confidence and, you know, to just build on to go into this week. Yeah, it felt real good. I think this is my first time uh, beating one of the AOC teams on the road, if I'm not mistaken. But um, it was a, a good win, dominating win. We came in, handled business, and um, got out of there. So that's always good when we can do that and, and be in victory formation at the end of the game. Head coach Sean Payton also spoke to the media today and was asked about the AFC playoff race with six teams sitting at seven and six right now. We're a game out in our division. And, and that's how we're looking at it. Uh, so, you know, we kind of talked about this last week. This, this next quarter poll is going to obviously define a lot for a lot of teams. And fortunately we're one of those teams and, you know, we, we just got to focus on the next, the next job, but, but it is unusual. I think it probably comes up a little more than we think. Um, and moves around from the NFC to the AFC. Yeah, I, and look, it makes it exciting for the fans and, and certainly for the TV. Head coach Sean Payton also went on to talk about tight end Adam Troutman's touchdown in the fourth quarter and how he drew up that play. You're, you're seeing something on film from a playoff game a year ago. Sometimes it might be a clip you see two years prior, um, and you're counting on you're counting on human behavior and. and you're counting on them seeing something and reacting a way in which you think they're going to. And, and so it, it, it was a play that came off of a fourth and one against Jacksonville last year in the playoffs. And, you know, you're rewinding it, you're rewinding it. And all of a sudden you see something and, and then you begin to tinker with it. You put it in and the challenge, the challenge, honestly, is the play callers, you really have to be true to the situation. It can't, like, you know, if I'm guilty or any of us are guilty of something, it'd be like you want to open it too quickly. It's not ready. So it has to be the right situation. And I felt like the third and one, you know, with a lead late in the game, it was kind of a, a similar situation. Got to have it, if you will. Um, but it's look, it's it's something you're constantly looking at for the players. Devontae Williams added to that, discussing how they practice that throughout the week. Um, Yeah, it was, uh, I think, the um, Jaguars. It might have been – they were actually playing the Chargers in, in the playoffs in ETN um, on the play that we ran. ETN, well, they ran ETN, got the ball, and ran around the outside. So, Coach Payton felt like if we showed that formation again, they'd think I was getting the ball and he could have Rush boot out. But I actually didn't know Trump could go out for a pass because the whole week in practice, Rush just been running the ball. So, when he threw it, I was I was shocked. But um, it worked, so I'm glad it did work. <laughs> Plus, on the other side of the ball, head coach Sean Payton and inside linebacker Alex Singleton talked about how six different players recorded a sack on Sunday versus the Chargers. When you're starting to protect with six offensively, and if you look at McMillan, he plays the nickel. It's like the will. 
and PJ's over at the weak safety. And so there's a threat of seven if you count, you know, potentially eight even. If you count four down linemen, two inside backers, your nickel and your safety, and Vance and these guys have done a really good job of bringing combinations, if you will, which make it a little harder. Um, and I think it's a little bit contagious. I Look, I, I think uh, there's certain plans you have for certain styles, certain quarterbacks, but, you know, some of these guys are too good to sit in the pocket and, and they're too talented. So um, somehow you got to disrupt the passing game and it's either at the line of scrimmage rerouting receivers or it's with the quarterback. So um, they've done a good job. Being able to bring exotic pressure and pressure from, you know, different places, obviously it makes it tougher for a quarterback. You know, Thursdays for most teams are that third down day. And, you know, so to be able to sit there and, you know, we bring a lot of pressure on first down too. So for guys that have to, you know, all week kind of see that it's, you know, not just, you know, the ends or the D tackles, you know, the backers, we, you know, we send safeties, corners, you know, everybody on any down. And it's, you know, I, I think it's an advantage to us to kind of, I think, you know, a few weeks ago we've talked about like, instead of just playing to what offenses are doing, you know, kind of go like, you, you're going to play to us. We're going to play how we want to play. And you guys are going to have to figure us out. You know, we've been able to do that. You know, when you're able to do that, you're allowed to bring, you know, more exotic pressure and kind of, you know, do those things. And, you know, I think we've done it at a pretty high level. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer Eric Delale. Eric, thanks for joining me today. You got it, Sid. Another win. Another win. Yep. Broncos got back on track, back in the win column. It was a fun one in L.A. It was a fun one and um, it wasn't always perfect. Right. But uh, I think what impressed me most is just the kind of inevitability of it. The mm-hmm. Broncos um, just kind of wore the Chargers down defensively. Yeah. They were spectacular um, and the offense made big plays when they needed to and you know, I think the mark of a good team is the ability in a team that can make the playoffs is mm-hmm. a, a team that goes and takes care of business against teams that it should beat. And, um, you know, Chargers are struggling a little bit, and especially without Justin Herbert in there, the Broncos uh, did what they needed to do. They took care of uh, the Chargers, got a big win, got back in tr- back on track, and they're, they're right in the mix here, said, as we approach the final four weeks of the season. It's an exciting time, Eric. It was their first divisional road win since 2019. And I know head coach Sean Payton, he said after the game, that was one of their better team wins. But I felt like arguably it was their most complete game that we've seen from them this season. Yeah, I think you'd put it right up there with uh, the Kansas City win at home. Mm -hmm. Um, They played well across the board. Um, You know, I thought offense got going in the second half a little bit. Um, but also at times the offense was able to flip the field, which was critical. Sean Payton talked about being able to play the game in the Chargers half of the field, which minimizes the mistakes when you make them and maximizes them when the opponent makes them. Um, Defensively, six sacks by six different players. Um, And and let's be clear here, the Broncos had just as much, if not more, success against Justin Herbert when he was in there before he went out with a finger injury, Mm -hmm. sacked him four times, um, had a a low passer rating, I believe 52. Um, And just kind of on six possessions that Justin Herbert played, it was a pair of turnover on downs. It was an interception. It was punts. And so um, this shouldn't be viewed as, oh, the Rockers got lucky against a backup quarterback. They were defensively dominant mm-hmm. when Justin Herbert was in there as well. And then the special teams unit, you know, they continue to uh, to play well. And it's not always flashy necessarily. And it's not the big play every week. But – they continue to make sure coverage-wise that there's no issues. Riley Dixon had a great day punting the football, which helped flip the field yeah. several times. 
And again, you're right. It was a complete team win. And you mentioned the divisional road win. I liked what Sean said after the game, which was it's another demon that we've gotten rid of mm-hmm. and um, another question that they've answered. And certainly we saw that, you know, the streak to the Chiefs and then the primetime losing streak. And now uh, this and a divisional road win. And, you know, there's more to, to come, right? There's, yeah. hey, can you, you beat the Raiders after the Raiders have beaten you X number of times in a row? Can you get back to the postseason for the first time? since 2015 but I think this team is mentally and physically strong Mm -hmm. they play with um, an attitude and I think uh, that's going to put them in good position here down the stretch to uh, fight off a few more of those demons yeah going off that Eric I want to talk about that a little bit more you know specifically with the defense they came out and set a tone really early on you know like big stop on fourth down after you know the offense turned the ball over gave the Chargers good field position and then you know Jonathan Cooper with that interception I mean, can you just talk about their physicality and toughness, their attitude that's really turned this team around this year? Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of it does have to do with how the defense has turned their Mm -hmm. performance around. Certainly the offense feeds off the turnovers, feeds off the energy. Um, There were two, I think, big moments early, right? right? One was that fourth down stop. And Mike McGlinchey said after the game, it basically changed the outcome of the game because the Broncos, after that interception on the first play of scrimmage, they're able to get a, a turnover on downs, not give up any points, right. and then flip the field. They're, they go 50 yards and punt it down inside the Chargers' 10-yard line. That's when Baron Browning deflects the Herbert pass. Baron, or excuse me, Jonathan Cooper picks it off. Mm-hmm. And one play later, Javante Williams is in the end zone for a, a touchdown that gives the Broncos a lead. They never yeah. relinquish. So those were two big moments there. And the defense is, is playing well, playing fast. They're not afraid to bring pressure. Um, certainly having guys in the secondary that can cover and give you a chance to, to bring pressure and take chances helps. You know, when you have Pat Sertan and Justin Simmons back yeah. there and you know, Fabian Moreau's playing well, when you mm-hmm. have those guys, you can bring P.J. Locke on a blitz. You can bring Jaquan McMillan on a blitz. Um, and I think guys are excited about how many different players are getting opportunities yeah. to pressure the quarterback. And one thing that really stood out to me that Alex Singleton said on Monday was that we're dictating – how we're going to play to opponents and we're doing Mm -hmm. what we do and they have to find a way to stop it. And I I think when you look at the best defenses around the league and and really kind of any year, um, it's not about defenses reacting to what the offense does. It's about the the, uh, defense being aggressive and physical and setting a tone and an offense having to figure out how the heck do we move the ball on these guys? How do we score points? Um, And, so, so that's part of it and just the ability to then respond when you do give up a big play to, to come up with a, a turnover or a fourth right. down stop on the uh, on the next drive is big. I think the Chargers were one of 18 on third and fourth down. That's wow. the, the most um, attempts with only one conversion this year, the worst percentage rate of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it speaks to how good this defense played against the Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. Eric, you know, you mentioned Javante Williams. His touchdown was his first rushing touchdown of the season. You know, I felt like the offense, they had success in the run game, just over 100 yards there. And then, you know, we saw Russ, you know, throw some explosives too. We saw that big one-handed touchdown grab from Cortland Sutton. Uh, He's been really fun to watch this season too. But the offense, they did find success uh, later in the game, as you mentioned. Yeah, so it could save you some time if we just talk about Cortland's great catch and you just clip it out and we keep using it. (laughs) We'd um, be outfit repeaters maybe but I think he just keeps doing the same thing over and over and it's impressive Um, and there's something to be said you know you might you might think oh you can't count on that explosive every game but Mm -hmm. but he's making some sort of spectacular catch every game and so I think at this point you can count on him 
um, as a guy that's going to deliver, yeah. obviously, 10 touchdowns, first Broncos player since Demarius Thomas and Julius Thomas in 2014. Kind of a nice moment after the game, Cortland talked about how much DT meant to him and how he modeled his playing style after DT. Um, that was pretty cool to hear him talk about. But, yeah, he's playing well. Um, the running game got going. Samaj P. Ryan in the two-minute drill. Um, mm-hmm. Two minutes, Samaje. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they get that a going nickname. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like we can come up with something more clever. Oh, okay. I thought it was nice, but okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep we'll keep thinking. Um, the run game, like you said, was yeah. good, especially late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a seven and a half minute drive where they converted a bunch of third downs. Guys yeah. broke tackles. They ran the ball well. That was all really impressive. And then you know, there's room for improvement too. Obviously, there was a, a deep pass to Lucas Kroll. Um, but Jerry Judy's not able to get that second foot inbounds then on, on the uh, ensuing yeah. throw into the end zone. A couple other times where the Broncos took some deep shots down the field, not quite able to connect. So um, this is an offense that when it's hitting on those deep plays, running the ball well, controlling time of possession, it's certainly mm-hmm. capable of scoring in the high 20s, getting into the 30s. Um, it's about putting that together. And, you know, this was a game, too, where I think in the fourth quarter, the Broncos didn't have to push it too much against a uh, – a quarterback that was struggling, an offense right. that was struggling, and so they kind of were able to just run some time off the clock and, mm-hmm. and take control of the game. But certainly the offense showed that it has the ability to make those big plays, especially when it's not turning the ball over. Definitely, yeah. Eric, you mentioned that seven-minute drive. You know, that was capped off by that uh, touchdown by tight end Adam Troutman. It was wide open. We heard earlier in the show from head coach Sean Payne kind of talking about how he drew up that play. Really interesting. You know, he went back to the their playoff game, the Chargers playoff game versus the Jags last year. Yeah, it was cool to hear him talk about that. Um, and I think that that happened earlier in the season to the Chargers as well. It might have mm. been the Lions who used a play uh, from that uh, divisional playoff game right. or wild card playoff game. Uh-huh. Um, but I, that just speaks to, to Sean Payton's yeah. prowess as an offensive coach and to be able to to look back at that and, and say, okay, well, they ran this play and it worked really well for Jacksonville. And so if the Chargers see that again, uh, Brandon Staley is going to call a defense that and key these guys on the defense that, hey, they're getting the ball here. They're going to run it wide. We got to get this stop. And then boom, Russ, play action fake, reverses yeah. to his left. Uh, Javante said actually that Russ had run the ball every time in practice, in practice that they ran it this week. So he was actually surprised to see him throw it to Troutman. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't even know that Troutman was going to run a route, <laughs> but he was wide open there. Yeah. And um, it's a cool play. I think, yeah, it was a cool play. And I think these offensive coaches, the best ones, they're always looking for more. Mm-hmm. And Sean was talking about, hey, he's going to look at, I think, 63 touchdowns this week. Uh, he's going to look at all of them, and wow. there might be 18, 20 that really stand out to him as really well-designed plays. He'll take those, see if he can take anything from it, and uh, maybe it gives you an edge in another game down the road. But he he did say that there's nothing better than when you see something like that, you scheme yeah. it up, and then it works, it works and gets you a big touchdown. Yeah. Eric, it's crazy to think sitting at seven and six now or one game behind the Chiefs, I mean, one game out of first place in the division. Yeah, it's uh, it's still going to be, I think, a, a tough road here to, to yeah. or a tough battle to, to win the division. You probably mm-hmm. – um, might need to win out and uh, would require the Chiefs to drop a game to either the Chargers or the Raiders to get the yeah. tie break back in your favor. But the Broncos overall, I think just who would have thought sitting at one and five Gosh. that the Broncos would be able to make it all this way back, right. um, be within a game of the Chiefs. And their focus is on the division. So mm-hmm. see if they're able to do that. Certainly in good shape in the wild card standings, bunch of teams at seven yeah. and six. Um, but yeah, this Broncos team continues to impress me in terms of 
how they respond. Certainly, um, that hasn't always been the case over the last few years. And right. this team, whether it's one and five and getting back to six and five, or it's um, you know in game struggling early and finding a way to get a win, mm-hmm. or this week you know, finding a way to to get that first divisional win on the road since 2019, finding a way to put the loss of the Texans behind them. Um, staying right in the playoff mix that that shows you again that mental and physical toughness and um, they're playing like a good team right now it's been really impressive yeah exciting stuff here for the final few weeks a lot to be on the lookout for yeah, it's yeah. great. Appreciate you coming on the show, Eric. You got it, Sid. That's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I will see you all then.